Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. All right, guys, welcome back to another live episode of Poetic Charm. And we want to spend we want to send a special shout out to KG, who's recovering right now. Quick, uh, speedy recovery for KG. We miss you, my bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. Definitely. Speedy recovery. Sure. How's everyone doing, though? Pretty good. A little tired. It's been a long week. Long, short week. Mm-hmm. It has. Agreed. Was everyone off Monday? I was. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, but... It's not very yeah. good. But, and we, have to, we have to give some uh, congratulations to the elder lakesman here. Who's, uh, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> very, very professional, Miguel. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to follow the shots. But yeah, my Lakers won this week. So I'm nice. celebrating that right now as well. So. Congrats. Yeah, which I told Josh what happened about a year ago almost. So I just want to say that. <laughs> I just want to know how upset are you that uh, LeBron led them to victory? That, that's all I want to know. Is that I mean, I'm, start to, I'm start to I'm starting to accept it. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the most bitter Lake Lakers fan in the world right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole World Baller podcast about that, right? So <laughs> there is. So back into the dating court. Let's talk about uh, the first topic which is forced monogamy and we'll play a clip from deval's podcast with his wife and see how everyone thinks about it a lot of women do complain oh my husband's always on me why is he always on me Mm -hmm. if sex is going to be a chore for you that you don't really want to do why do women constantly push monogamy on men if you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time just wanting you Why do you push monogamy on men? Well, who's to say I pushed anything on anybody? Like, well, we know that people, you pushed monogamy on me. I pushed monogamy. I forced you to get married to me. Time out. You said to me you never pressured me to get married. In 2007, we were living together, right? You said you no longer wanted to live with me and shack up with me mm-hmm. because you wanted to be my wife, not my girlfriend. Right, because I wanted to know where that the don't sound like going. pressure to you. It sounds like me voicing where I see my life going. It, it sounds like me saying, this is what I would like. You can decide to meet me there. If not, we can reevaluate what exactly we're doing. Okay. Additionally, would I call it pressure per se? Not necessarily pressure. <laughs> so how does everyone feel about that clip? And is it valid? Is it, uh, is it factual? What, what do we all think? Well, I think that that clip didn't really capture what he was trying to say, right? I don't think that her setting her boundaries, asking where is this going, right? I don't want to shack up with you anymore. Are we going to get married or are we not? Because if we are, let's get there. 
I think what he was saying, when he said it in the beginning, right? Like, okay, where's the sex after the marriage, right? Like you want to need to lock, like you want to lock me down. You want me to be your man, but why are you not providing me what I need to be in this relationship, which is sex, right? For men, like y'all thrive off of that. That's really a big thing for you. Um, Forced monogamy, though? I mean, <laughs> it's forced if you talk about it and you say, I do not want to be in a monogamous relationship. That's not me. I'm not that guy. And you still pursue a relation, a monogamous relationship with this person, man or woman, right? Because a woman could come to you and say that I, she can't be <clears throat> monogamous either. I think it's worth a conversation, I guess, right? If you don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, don't get in one. I, I wouldn't say that that's forced. You agreed to be in it as well. My thoughts. Okay, Miguel. Um, I think that because um, they've been together ten years, uh, you know already. Because if you, if you watch the longer video, but I think that he felt forced because he's still bringing it up. So I don't know kind of how the conversation went, but it still bothers him from what I'm hearing and stuff. And then. Um, you know, the, the conversation is longer, but he says that she actually said to him, you know, well, I'm not moving in with you unless, you know, we get engaged. And then it was, I'm not getting engaged unless we're married within a year. So I I think she felt like I was just letting you know what I want, but he felt like they were ultimatums. So they kind of like took it differently, what she was saying. And he's still feeling it to this day. So I think that um, maybe her... Um, her her needs or wants could have been worded differently, so it didn't feel so much like an ultimatum or like it was forced. Well, not that's, that's that's how I look at. Interesting, because I was under the impression, you know, worldwide, this is synonymous that usually it's the ladies who put the cables, put the clamps on the fellas to uh put a ring on it. Matter of fact, isn't that a song from uh, yeah. some artist? Right? No, if he like it, then he should have put a ring on it. That's that's pressure, guys. No, <laughs> which is what pressure. he's. That's a, I feel like a real man. Oh, here we go. And I'm gonna say this: <laughs> a real man makes his own decisions, and yeah. it's a lack of accountability when you put that on the woman. Like, oh, you forced me. Like, bro, and can nobody force? Did she have a gun to your head? Mm -hmm. But she also could have chose her words better than that, though. That's that's all I'm saying. What do well, you mean? In all fairness, right? So what Close says, she hit the nail on the head, accountability. He has to take accountability in the part where he never said, I don't want to be monogamous. He right, right. basically agreed, right? That's nonverbal agreement. I mean, action. Oh, no, that's, that's verbal agreement. Verbal agreement that mm -hmm. I'm going to be monogamous with you because if you don't bring up that conversation and say, hey, I, if you want monogamy, I can't do that. We're not going to get married because I can't agree to that. He agreed by asking her to marry him, whether or not there was pressure on we can't live together no more or I want to get married. He had every right to be like, I don't want to do that. So I think he was I think that he took accountability for Grand because he did say that he asked her to marry him. Right. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> he didn't realize getting into the relationship that she wasn't going to keep that same energy where I feel him at. And, you know, you could kind of tell from their rapport on there that she wasn't really taking accountability for not being who she promised either. So it's like a lack of accountability. Like they're pointing a finger at each other. Like he's like, right. oh, forced me into this relationship, quote unquote. <clears throat> but then he also in the same sentence says, well, I ain't forced you into it. I asked you to be my wife because you came up with these stipulations. 
and I made a choice, but you know, he's trying to put it, he's trying to put it on her. And it's like, bro, you got to take accountability, but she also got to take accountability too. Cause she was, a, she was evading the question. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think it's something you hear a lot too, right? With married couples about how the sex kind of goes downhill after marriage. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably a bigger question, right? Like not forced monogamy, but why is it that the sex is such a big issue after people say I do, so to speak? And you know what? She also mentioned later on in the in the clip that she was stressed <clears throat> out. Like if the if the clip continues, she basically was like, "Oh, there's kids, and then there's this responsibility and that responsibility." Yeah, so, she always has excuses. I've seen, I've listened to a few of their podcasts before, yeah. and she most definitely doesn't take accountability a lot of times. And she has a lot of excuses. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not discounting anybody's responsibilities in their relationship, right? Kids do play a major part, mm-hmm. and jobs and whatever else you got going on. But you know, she her. her Personally, from what I've seen, she does come up with a lot of excuses as to why the sex life is lacking. Oh, and then, okay, she said later in the video, I'm oh, sorry, I'm a little ahead. Later in the video, she did say that she had no idea what she was getting herself into. Interesting. Yeah, she did kind of allude to that, how she was saying she was just going through the motions of what you're supposed to be doing. Like, oh, you're supposed to meet somebody and get married, then, you know, do all these steps in order. And she didn't have any idea. So that's a little that's a little silly to me. How you didn't know what she was getting into when you tell somebody that they can only be with you? Uh, well, she also said that 26-year-old Kadeen is not the same as 36-year-old Kadeen. So she didn't realize that, you know, she would have to keep this up forever, I guess, right. at that time. Bruh, right. but that's like silly. That's not taking accountability. That's like saying, Oh, I didn't know the roller coaster was gonna go upside down, and you just you stood in line looking at it the whole time. I think people just have different expectations of right, probably what marriage is. Um, I don't think I don't maybe some people don't think such long term, right? You think what society tells you to do, right? Okay, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Now the next step is either we move in together or we get married. But people don't think about those everyday things and the longevity of a situation, your partner needs and your needs and how things may change down the line. Um, And like Mike said, right? 26-year-old Kadeem wasn't mature enough to really grasp that. I think a lot of people who get married so young maybe don't grasp that like and mm-hmm. probably don't get advice from maybe other married people around you to say hey these are the issues that we go through i think that's why a lot of couples end up in marriage counseling i agree i think you hit it right on the, the head the head of the nail or whatever to Absolutely. Say <laughs> we just wanted to give a, a special shout out to everyone in the comments shout out to kiana cheese what up Jason, what up? Mariah, what up? Mariah, what up? Thank you for joining us once again. Mr. Illmatic, thank you for waiting so patiently. (laughs) And we have a surprise for everyone. We have Mr. Fresh Banks in the building. What up, Banks? Oh, he's muted. Uh Uh-oh. I'll mute yourself. Banks, you muted yourself. What are the words coming out of your mouth? (laughs) We can't hear you, Banks. Oh, he's not gone. (laughs) At least he won't climb tonight, guys. I'm happy. He is not all time. <laughs> all right. So Kiana says, why though, A? I'm guessing Ariella, right? Why do people think marriage is the ultimate relationship goal? I would say because that's how they were raised. They've always been raised that way, right? 
that and society, right? Like I said, people look to married couples like Kadeen and Deval, and they're like, oh, I want that, so I need to get married. My grandmother always said, the way you start out is how you have to hold out. So keep that same energy. That That's what I think, right? <laughs> I mean, realistically, though, you have to also assume that people are human, and there's going to be peaks and valleys. And it's not going to be consistent. Like life isn't consistent, period. There's things that you're going to, you know, encounter. And it's mm-hmm. like, you have to be ready for that. You got to set up um, contingency plans or like communication plans or something so that you know, okay, it's going to be a period where we're both stressed out. What do we do in that situation before not communicating and then doing, you know, rash things like cheating or, you know, stepping out or holding, uh, holding information away and then not take accountability for it. So Banks, what do you what do you think, Banks? I, I didn't hear the question. Oh, we were talking about why do we think uh I guess that injury isn't there for the ladies after marriage, as opposed to when they want to put the clamps on for the fellas to get married. We're talking about, oh, we're talking about the, the video. The clip, right? Yeah, right, right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, um I think what happens is, I mean, I'm not a woman. But I would say I think the idea of just, you know, being with one person and dealing with, you know, someone that you want to live the rest of your life with, the whole uh, idea or premise of dealing with multiple people is not as more it's not as more prevalent in comparison to a man and a woman. So a woman would probably would put that out there. But the whole point is like in the video when he's saying, like, I'm doing all this but your drive doesn't match my drive. And I feel like that particular idea is not always communicated well enough. I also don't like this whole thing about holding out. Like, it seemed like he feels like she's withholding intentionally. And I feel like a lot of women, not a lot, I don't know about a lot because I don't know most women, but I've heard of women actually holding out from their spouse as like a power trip type of thing. I mean, she also said her sex. I guess, I guess they both said that her sex drive is not as much as his sex drive. So I don't know if it's because of the uh, age and attrition, you know, it's gotten there or over something else, but he's not happy about it. So they need to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? He, okay. either way. Yeah. I think, oh, again, keep that same energy. But if her sex drive was never on his level, I think that that's an issue prior to marriage anyway, right? Mm-hmm. right. If you know that your partner is not fulfilling you sexually and that is a big deal for you, why get into a marriage with that person? Before that, if it's an issue, before that issue is even fixed or can it be changed, right? Because again, they're going to keep that same energy. And if you're not happy now, you're not going to be happy later. She better get that maca root. It seems like it was good before they got married because he was all in. And it seems like it went downhill over the over the years. Now, like I said, it could be the Mm -hmm. age of attrition, just the stress of the kids, the family, whatever you want to call it, or whatever. But what the hell, Banks? (laughs) (laughs) Is that an animal? Is that a dog? Let me see that thing. (laughs) Can I see it? Not that thing. What is it? I don't know if it's a cat or a dog. What is it? It's I just a see cat. Ears. It's a lion. Oh. Oh, it's a stuffed animal. We just adopted a a, a big cat. <laughs> a Persian leopard. Oh my god. You're gonna be um uh Carol Baskin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <the> cat. Killed <laughs> her husband. Whacked him. 
Uh, I hope that's not foreshadowing. Listen, I'll feed you to the leopard. First of all, the leopard's gonna like me way more than you, for one. Oh, this is But um, I agree with what Kiana said, right? People love to live by what society believes is right um, and want to, like, they glorify other people's relationships, right? But you don't know what goes on there. You don't know what their issues are. You don't know what their highs and lows look like. Never glorify somebody else's relationship. Make yours how you want it to be and move accordingly. Uh, Kiana's just speaking facts tonight. She's uh having a sermon here. There is no excuse not to have sex with your spouse. Period. Period. Let right. me let me read that for the ladies in period. the back. There is no excuse not to have sex with your spouse. Period. And the men too, because you know video games have taken over people's lives. I'm just saying. I don't have a system, so I don't, I don't know. What we do like I don't that. know. I would think that that's a like that's a sign, right? If he'd rather play his video games mm. and have sex too, then you must be trash. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, where he getting somewhere else, right? Right. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just keep that same energy for her too, because if she don't want what her husband got, then he must be trash too. Because uh, I don't know who's that. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was say no to some good. <laughs> no, you know. I don't think it was that. Somewhere <laughs> else. No, I don't know. I just don't think she could. She could have kept up. That's all. Yeah. I don't know the way she was talking. It wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, no, but, not in that situation. I agree. But it seemed like she didn't expect to have to. Like she didn't think she would have to keep up for that long. Like based on what she was saying. Which is what or a lot not. of women who let's say subscribe to society think. They think like, oh, let me get this ring. And then he'll like get off me, but nah, that's not how that works. But who says that? Like, I don't, I don't know any of my female friends who say, "Oh, once I get the ring, then I'ma just be chilling." And that's fair. That's wonderful. That's, <laughs> that's a wonderful uh, niche right there. But for most people in the world, that's usually not the case. Oh, so they get the they get the ring and then they think it's smooth selling. They don't got yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. It'll slow down. It'll slow him down, and he won't want it as much, maybe, or something. Right. And, and, and they, um, the you know, they, they'll get the ring and you'll be like, what happened to that thing you told me before? What? I only said that to get the ring. Like a lot of women have will literally say that to guys. Yes. So. That's a, mm. uh, that's, that's, that's a move. Wait. That's like a, that's a, like a, that's like a fade away. That, like that's a typical move. So he couldn't see that yeah. coming? No, he believes her words. I don't see it coming. Again, if you're supposed to trust your partner, are you supposed to be looking for, Looking at her in that way, like, oh, what she's saying isn't true. But y'all, I, but from what I understand about men, is y'all look at actions more than words. Like women are words. Like we like, from what I understand, mm-hmm. like women like to hear a lot of you know sweet nothings. And but for men, it seems like y'all go off at action. So if you notice that she's not giving you that same energy over time, like when she get the ring, because it's also an engagement period. Right. But and women usually in that engagement period gonna keep that same energy after they walk down the aisle. Nah, usually it's before, like anything before the wedding, before you sign the legally binding contract around the world, you're going to get the best behavior. You're going to get as much sex as you want in any location at any time. And then afterwards, that's when they change. What about the ladies who say once I'm engaged, we're not going to have, you know, intercourse for six months before until we get married. Like, that's not a red flag. Y'all never heard of that? There's like a thing. I've heard of this. I've heard of this thing where, like, you know, they'll say, oh, we're going to make it brand new again and we're not going to 
have intercourse until after we walk down the aisle. Y'all never heard that before? Never heard of that, yes. I've never heard of that, and there's probably a reason for that. Listen, <laughs> all I'm going to say is if she's saying that to you fellas, just know that's the fadeaway. No, not the fatal. That's the bait and switch. Thank that's you, thank you, KG. Yeah, that's the perfect definition. People say like, who, that. Again, People do that. But that again, that makes sense. People it make, who, it makes people sense. who are really yeah. tied to uh, religion mm-hmm. tend to do that. Mm-hmm. People who are te- who are very religious, they do that because technically you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. Right. So you know the whole idea, like, oh, you know, I want to, you know, keep my peace with God, and before I get married, this is what I would like to do. So some people do it. Mm-hmm. That's the bait and switch, fellas. Don't fall for it. That's the bait and switch. Yup. I've never heard of that. But, so, so you're saying fellas don't fall for it, but how can they weed out who's being truthful and who's not, right? So Club. that gives us a bad rap. So one thing I would recommend is to live with the person before that you walk down the aisle with them. Because when you live with the person for X amount of time, you get to see who they are going to be over time. Like, usually, you know, people, couples that I've seen in my experience that live together, y'all basically, you know, in a committed relationship living together. So you're really getting a preview about how that person's going to be after you walk down the aisle. Now, I think that in situations where there's not the living, like, cohabitating beforehand, that's when all the shock comes out. Like, oh, my gosh, I thought she was going to do this and that. Like, bro, if you would have lived with her for a year ahead of time, you would have known that it's going to she can't keep that facade up for a year if y'all living together. She might, but I hear you. Yeah, she usually might, but for me, I'm not. I'm not gonna, you know, marry someone that I'm not gonna live with for at least three years, something like that. Mm. (laughs) Three years, (laughs) interesting. (laughs) Living together is definitely a must. Yes, a must because you get to see that person. Because the thing is, people are good at hiding who they are if you have limited time with them. If you're dating and you don't live with each other, even if you see each other every single day, it's still a period of time where you have to recollect your thoughts if you that type of person to be faking. You know, but when you live with the person, they don't have anywhere to go to fake. It's going to come out. Right. Even if they don't want it to. (laughs) I think sex is probably always going to be great if you don't live with this person, right? If you guys only see each other, let's just say on the weekends, mm-hmm. right? Because of the distance of where you live mm-hmm. or, you know, you don't see each other very often. You're going to make sure it's lit every time because you just don't get that everyday FaceTime or whatever with them. So yeah, living together is a must. Yep. Scarcity makes people fonder of each other. So, you know, once you pass that scarcity level and you become, um, you know, used to accustomed to the person and you could really see who they are because they're not going to yeah. get that facade up. Yeah, I agree, because then they can see each other's real drive. And the person, let's say if there was a guy, he could see, like, she really can't keep up with what I want, you know, mm-hmm. at that particular time. If it's just weekends, you know, was well, she good? She rest up all week and she ready for the weekends. Right. But, okay. But if he wants it, like, you know, whatever, a lot of several times a week, she might be like, well, listen, I didn't think it was going to be like this. So, you know, you can learn. I'm curious if that couple lived together before they got married, because it doesn't sound like they did. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Oh, they, did. they said it in the clip. Mm. Yeah. How that was long? a part of the ultimate the ultimatum that she gave him. <laughs> oh, they only lived together for a year. Yep, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the indifferent. You see all of that. And the great. <laughs> you see a whole range of stuff. You're like, hold up. I didn't know. This junk is real. And Jay says it's like the buildup. I can recall living in two different states during job relocations, them red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
It's true, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, know your partner. And have that conversation. You guys got to communicate. My goodness. Well, that too. That too. Communication is key. You know, from the door. Like, let a person know your needs, wants, and requirements early. Stuff like that. Absolutely. So when the bait and switch does happen, you can be like, hey, this is what we talked about before years ago. So, you know, what's the confusion here? Like, I ain't signed up for all of this. (laughs) I ain't signed up for this. What is this? This is different. Communication is key. And it's also important to communicate in those moments, right? Because it could be situations where a person is feeling some type of way and they don't communicate that they're feeling some type of way. And it's like, okay, this has never been addressed, but you're harboring these feelings and you didn't even discuss them with your partner. So how can they fix something they're not aware of? So it's like knowing who your partner is and knowing, oh, wait, I know her sex drive is like this. Usually when she's not stressed, so why is there a decrease? Oh, maybe she's stressed. Maybe this is something I could help her out with or him or vice versa. So it's, you know, knowing your partner, communicating your expectations and communicating to them, like holding them accountable pretty much. Yeah, don't let it bottle up. Yeah, building up. And then you snap on a person and like, hold up. You never even, we don't even know. That might have been the first time they had the conversation on camera. <laughs> And then Destiny says, so I listened to the full podcast and he also mentioned that when they lived together, her body couldn't physically handle the sex every day because she got the UTIs. So he had a, he kind of knew what was up. That's fair. Yeah. So it's like, he got to be accountable too. Like she said her drive drop. Oh, sorry. She said her drive drop after each kid, they have three kids. So right. then, Which is understandable as well, right? I think we all kind of touched on that, you know, given the circumstances, like that is a thing that could happen. Yep. So, Which is why I say hall pass. <laughs> or, you know, you plan for stuff like that. Like if he knows after each kid, her sex drive drop, why are you having another kid, bro? You want sex or you want a kid? <laughs> What? I mean, whoa, so what happens if he have a fourth one? He gonna be mad at her even more, like, oh, you really dropped. Like, bro, you seen every time I had a kid, it went down. And it didn't go down a little bit, it went down a lot. So why are we still having these kids? We just adding more stress. Like, come on now, yeah. let's be realistic. I mean, they talk about it a lot. I've heard other podcasts, right? They he talks about that real issue thank you kg she ain't push monogamy if women have a low sex drive then why push monogamy and we if we listen to the clip she definitely pushed monogamy and avoided taking accountability and And avoided answering the question directly she did though because she said i didn't expect it to be like this right so the the video clip that i that i shared was about six minutes i'm not sure how long the full podcast is but Mm Her avoiding the question is about five minutes of that six minutes. She did because she probably was in her feelings. She probably was in her feelings about it. Just answer the question that whatever happens to communication is key. (laughs) 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 She was dancing. She was dancing around the answer because if if it was that important, just answer it. Well, to Josh's point, if if the drive keeps dropping and she acknowledges that, then. She, maybe she should say you're a lot of hope. You know what I mean? Because it's like she acknowledges that her drive is not there and it keeps dropping. So by doing nothing means like, well, I don't care. Look, 
<laughs> I can't do it, so you just beat basically. She That's didn't cool. blame it on the fact that she didn't like him, though. She didn't say that she wasn't sexually attracted to him, from what I've seen. She said that it was stress. So, like, if that's the cause of it. Thank you, Kiana. She needs some. She needs some, but she also, you know what I mean? She's stressed out. So, she not thinking, I need some. She, like, I need to figure out this laundry list. I'm just saying hypothetically because I don't know the woman life. But let's just say, you know, she got three kids. That's a lot. That's a lot. Three kids is a lot. I'm a teacher. And, or was, I'm a former teacher with elementary school kids. And there, that's energy draining. Period. One. So she got three of them mugs in her I house? mean, she got time to be a a, a wonderful content creator. <laughs> yeah, because she's talking about her life that she's stressed. <laughs> she's not getting that. And last time deep. I checked, I believe uh, <laughs> orgasms are nature's natural stress reliever, which is why I don't understand. That's the if solution to the problem. her husband is giving her them. He definitely why are we assuming, to. He, he tried why to. Why are we assuming that he giving up when most supposedly oh y'all God. say most women don't left. get none? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> And that's again, that's fair. But the way that this uh, couple's rapport is, she would have definitely put his business out there if he wasn't. That's deep. <laughs> Don't ever put your, your man's business out there on camera, ladies. Even if she was, he put her business out there. That was deep. Let's remember that your husband <laughs> should be a priority as well. Kiana with yes. the gospel again. Agreed. Yes. yes, agreed. Thank you. She needs to get her ass oh, off our IG and get some D. There we go. She need a therapist. Then if he laying it down, that's what she needs. Or maybe a babysitter. Yes, a maid, you know, a nanny or something. Get the money. At their at their level, I'm quite certain that they could afford all that. So I, I I think it's an excuse. Like I said, it's all excuses. Thank oh, you. she well, you did not all right. I don't. You know, I'm not going to put the woman down because I don't know her personally how she feels. But I hear excuses a lot of times. Like Josh said, they have the money, mm-hmm. they have somebody to watch their kids, so she's not. It's definitely an excuse. Mm. <laughs> That's why she couldn't answer the question. Right? <laughs> it's an excuse. Yeah. And her mother lives with her them. Her mother lives with them. See? And this, excuse. but, but again, but this is what happens. This is what happens with the lack of accountability because other people will also add on to their excuses for them. That's right. What but okay, so Destiny said that he's, uh, she said he lays it down. Uh-huh. They got babysitters. So what is the issue then? That, that's the but question. She is the right. one that dropped. You just don't want to do it. And so, what does that mean? She's the one that dropped. Sex drive drop. Oh, sex drive. So mm. she is working so on herself. She probably herself. needs some hormonal replacement or something. She got to figure that out. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's probably mm. something that they talk about. It's accountability. Mm-hmm. The conversations, right? Probably she'll, they talk about it, she gets better. And does things to make him happy, and then it goes back to how it was, and that's why the conversation mm-hmm. probably always comes up in the relationship, and that can be exhausting for somebody, yes. man or woman, right? To keep telling my, your partner, "I'm not sexually fulfilled," like your sex drive doesn't match mine, like that's all you got to say. Your sex drive doesn't match mine. That's ho- horrible, in my opinion. Yeah. And as Kiana is speaking gospel again, what is she there for? Is she not going to let her mother watch the kids? At this point, <laughs> he needs a side chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Kiana. Listen. Yes, I'm co-signing that, Jay. Thousand percent. My At name is Josh, point, and I approve this one, message. I would say, right. definitely. Right. Did he say he wants yeah. one? 
Well, he's talking about why she pushed monogamy. So I feel like that, you know. That's going to be the follow-up conversation. <laughs> right, right, right. I think like, that just sounds like him pushing her to a corner. Like, why would you say you want to be monogamous and you're not even giving me any? Like, try to make her feel guilty, which she should feel guilty about. But I, I didn't hear him say, like, oh, I need a side chick. Agree. People do make time for what they deem as a priority. Like y'all mm-hmm. said, she's a content creator. She'd be on IG all day. Mm-hmm. If your man is screaming on podcasts, right, explaining the fact that your sex drive doesn't match mine and I'm sexually unfulfilled, you need to prioritize that. Because again, like Josh said, the next conversation is going to be, okay, when can I get my side? Absolutely. And let's be honest, she's a very attractive person, right? And she mm-hmm. she does yeah. promote herself in a very uh, sensual way online. So essentially, mm-hmm. everyone else is you, they're building up a fantasy that you're not living up to. And he has to watch that and be disappointed by that and be frustrated by that. That's the <laughs> even worse. Mm. So the solution being presented desk is the side chick, a perpetual hall pass. <laughs> But even with the side chick, is he going to be happy with her? That might make him, like, want her less. How is that? It, what are we looking for? A solution as a couple or a solution for him? I would think solution. It has to work for the couple. It right. can't just for him. She's got to be okay with it. So what's a mutual? Otherwise, it's cheating. Well, what's a mutual? Because clearly she wants monogamy. She stated that. So what's a mutual solution? That you that we could propose for now. Her taking accountability because mm-hmm. if she wants monogamy, then you gotta you gonna have to put out. So you know, there's like this thing about taking accountability, and I feel like a lot of people feel like they're taking accountability if they just acknowledge it. Like, oh, I know my sex drive is low. So to <laughs> her, she might be thinking like, oh, I am taking accountability, but her actions. Ain't but you can't just acknowledge. You gotta like do something about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can't just say you know what it is and then not yeah, do anything. That, yeah. Go ahead, Big Mike. Um, I, I think it's several solutions. I, th- I think I think they got to try several solutions. So mm-hmm. because they're a married couple for several years, if one thing don't work, try another one. If it's uh, asking the mother to help out more, getting a, a nanny if that's what you need to have. Um, if it's him saying, you know what, let's just um, let let me help you more if that's what the stress is and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, in that regard. If it's her, you know, really talking to her doctor or getting a better doctor or seeing an herbalist mm-hmm. or whatever it is. They got to keep trying whatever they can. So, you know, save their marriage. And KG says, why one ask request exclusivity if you aren't prepared to do whatever it takes for to fulfill your partner any means by any means necessary? And I agree, Kian. I'm sure his DMs are fire. Mm-hmm. She's probably read those DMs. So if there's not putting a pep in her step either, again, side chick. Well, that's true. Like, like but by them putting it out uh, to the public like that, the girl's like, oh, you ain't getting none? I got you. This DMs are fine. He, he probably oh, got man. news right after that. But why you need a <laughs> side? My, my thing, this whole side chick thing is silly to me. Like, if you know that she's not satisfying you, just break up with her and go find somebody else and co-parent. Like, what you need a side chick for? Like, I don't understand the whole side chick thing in a marriage. Like, bro, just get a divorce or separate and go find somebody that satisfies you. Easier said than done, though, right? Married people have a lot more at stake than just saying, okay, we're going to get a divorce because you don't uh, satisfy me sexually and we're just going to co-parent. Yeah, but if she find out out about the side chick, what you think going to happen? If she so, you know, gung about monogamy? I I think we're saying she should let him have a side chick, the ones who are saying that. It should be a mutual decision. I'm not saying that. Hold on, let me say something. (laughs) Listen, we're treating this like this is a boyfriend-girlfriend type thing. 
He should not have a side chick. This is his wife. Mm-hmm. If they're having issues in bed, all that is a mindset, a mind state thing. Work on it. Have some sort of therapy. Take some sort of uh, uh, supplements Herbs. or whatever it takes, or yeah. whatever the case may be. But that can you can fix that. It's just a matter of you wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like yeah. they've been pushing things to the side and letting all that. But a side chick is never going to solve anything, especially when you're in a marriage. Exactly. No. It's just going to cause more drama and more stress. Right. And, and more bills. If if she doesn't know about it, yes. I was so, gonna say, like, I don't know, Becky. If she agrees to it, I don't see how it can cause more problems. It ain't a side chick if she agrees to it, Mike. She's not gonna agree to it. Mike, be, let's be real now. Come on. Come on, Mike. You think she's gonna be fine with that? That doesn't make any sense. Publicly, no. On the side, never know. She not gonna be <laughs> no. And is she already stressing now? Nah. Mm. It's over. As Kiana said, he sacrificed enough. Let that man go get some from someone else, especially if you aren't up to the task, right? KG says she needs help in the bedroom. If you need help, ask. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She says Lady Viger, Herbs, Viger that, herbs get that yeah. Damiana, mm-hmm. right? Des says he and he said he will take less sex because everything else on the relationship is on point, And when they have sex, is good. Mm. There you go. Compromise. Which, but that's why it's harder to break up. Right, that's hard to get a divorce. Right. He is building more. He is building more. He is interested in legacy. Okay, okay. so priorities. However, he still has those <laughs> urges, though, right? And he know a side yeah. chick is gonna mess up his legacy, like. Yeah, and the only thing I will say, Destiny, like he says that, but he's speaking with a lot of conviction when he talks about you know not getting enough sex because he wants so, the eggs. Right, that's what I'm saying. He got a lot of energy about that, so I don't know if he's more interested or not. Like, you know, he ain't saying that like, uh, like salt. And he bring it back up ten years ago about like how she kind of, I guess, forced him, quote unquote, to get in a relationship. When I hear his, but I hear his how he speaks, he wants more sex. So I don't know about this whole he'll take less sex thing or whatever. I don't believe him with that. So, I mean, and he could also be speaking up for you know other fellows who might be going through the same thing, right? For advice and just. Because, again, they are very open, you know, on social media about their relationship and the issues that they go through. So I think it may just be transparency to say, hey, you know, you guys glorify our relationship, but these are some of the issues. Mm -hmm. And just to get the conversation started with other people who may be, you know, in the same situation. And Jason asked, but did he communicate first true, right? Mm -hmm. That's the first step. KG says, I don't think bad sex is good enough reason to divorce. That's fair. Marriage is a business relationship. It is a legal merger between two parties. That's factual. Side chicks are a thing for a reason. Thousand percent. (laughs) There we go. And KG says, everyone said each relationship works how it needs to work. True. Yeah, I guess he he may sound salty, but that's sexual frustration. And ladies, we all know how y'all get when y'all get sexually frustrated. So I'm sure y'all understand. (laughs) Agreed, Kenny. See, but Keith, like it depends on what you consider all the time. Because like depending on the couple, if he used to get into three, four times a day, and then they only doing it once a day, he gonna be like, I need more sex. Well, yeah, you gonna feel like why why the change? Yeah. So it depends on your interpretation of sex all the time. So if it goes from, let's say, five times a week to less than two, 
But even if it goes from five times a day to now they only do it at one time a day, in his eyes, he's going to be like, I need more sex. You're not doing the same thing you were doing. So it's like, it just depends. That's fair. But it sounded like it wasn't even, you know, more than three times a week. That's, that's what it sounded like by the context and mm. how they were speaking. About how salty he is. <laughs> he, mad. he big mad. <laughs> I agree, Destiny. Hmm. What I get from this is lots of people in marriages don't speak on true challenges, facts. So sometimes people don't understand this that this can be a problem. Okay. Now, let's go back to what I said before. You don't have enough examples or people don't tell you, you know, this is work, right? Like you hear it when people get frustrated and maybe they don't have another outlet to talk yeah. about it, but mm-hmm. you hear about it after the fact. I don't know if people, I don't want to call it coaching, right? But like advice, I guess. Before you get married, like, hey, are you sure this is what you want to do? Because just my experience, this is what I went through, X, Y, and Z. And this is what I've heard from other friends, blah, blah, blah. Nobody told me this before I got married. So I want to make sure I pass this down to you, that these are some of the challenges that we have gone through. And, you know, without moving up too much. And I agree with what you're saying. And culturally, you know, I, I know in my culture or our culture, it's like you don't share your marriage issues outside of the marriage like what stays in the home stays in the home so that's like a it's a cultural thing and it you know perpetuates over and over and the knowledge is not being um shared and people's experiences the true experiences aren't being shared you just get in the watered down instagram version of the cute pictures and you know even the, the instagram couples you know like you guys said oh from what i from what it looks like they having all this sex and then when they come out and tell you the truth it's like oh then you jump into conclusions like, oh he must not get none he needs a side chick like so it's like even when people do feel vulnerable enough to open up and talk about these things they're being judged and then they have people in a business which can further perpetuate the issue so it's like a it's kind of like a lose-lose and it's like you need we need to have a healthy balance of how to educate people <coughs> on you know having healthy relationships and then how to educate people on communicating that and understanding like don't point the finger unless you've been there like i'm not married i can't get married advice well i would suggest uh to your point ariella and chloe that maybe people who are thinking about getting married is to talk to married couples at different stages of their marriage. So not just like your newlywed friends, but somebody who's been married five years, 10 years, 20 years, and who you trust and get all their um, uh, recommendations and and what they've been through uh, rather than just like somebody who's new to the game, Mm because they might give you everything that they've been through and you might, you know, see if you would want to do it or not. So Mm -hmm. that was just, and she says, agree, Destiny, people are more willing to show the superficial things about the relationship but not the real. And yeah. Kiana says, I think it's important to discuss relationships amongst other people because it gives you a different perspective. Yeah. Facts. And KG, with the accountability, once again, you choose to be judged when you make mm-hmm. your private life public. Public. That's Which is true. why people don't want to share. You know, <laughs> to a certain extent, right? Don't necessarily say like, oh, he cheated on me and this is what we did, but certain challenges, right? Like, just so you know, like, sex does not stop when you get married. You know, one of the biggest things that's lingering out there. Just advice from other people. Don't just go jumping into marriage just because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I think we all know somebody uh, in all those categories. Been married for five years, Mm -hmm. 10 years, 20 years. So if you can find somebody that you can just talk to about that, I think that'll help you out. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And people need to be honest about it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So now we're going to transition into our next topic that was provided by Fresh Banks, which is (laughs) options kill relationships. Hmm. (laughs) Thoughts about that, Brother Mike? Now I want Fresh Banks to go first. If he, uh, <laughs> Actually, Mike, go on, man. Set the tone. I want to see what you said because you said you had something to say. Oh, well, I, have more to say. I have more to say about the one about the video, which I did say. But, um, well, I guess this goes back to, um, I guess, that um, that saying, you know, a man is only as faithful as his options, I guess, which has been around for, you know, hundreds of years or stuff like that. And um, and I believe what, what was your uh, your response, Josh? Op- options in the house aren't available. Then options outside the house are ready, or something like that. I think something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um, anyway, I think that um, they can kill the relationship to Josh's point if the options in the house aren't making sure that the husband or wife that in both cases are, you know, are always happy and stuff like that. So then the other options that come out, out the, what works off the blue or, or they might even know them or whatever like that, that, that is what possibly can kill the relationship. In my opinion. I think yeah. options kill superficial relationships. I mean, I think I look at it, keeping the same energy with your friends, right? You got best friends, you have acquaintances, just because you're around a million acquaintances and they seem cool, that doesn't mean they're going to replace your best friend. So but it's like, like depending look what, look what on... KG said, that's what I'm ahead. saying. You only yearn what you're missing and whatnot. So if the option that you have in the house is is, is you're lacking, mm-hmm. you're going to yearn it from someone else. Oh, no. And just an example for everyone. I need the same time before sex and then I need it separately from sex. <laughs> sex without hair is like a sandwich with no bread. I all right, now that we got our weekly dose of that. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> options are manifested. That's interesting. Like that your relationship, nothing could kill a strong relationship. Only you could kill a strong relationship. And that's if you picking a real relationship and you're not picking it for superficial mm-hmm. reasons, like which a lot of people do. I mean, you know, your reasons change too. People have different priorities at different time periods in their life. But when you really invest in someone and you put in the work, and the person is like Mike said, giving you equal equal yoke or whatever they call it. Like you giving the same energy and you're receiving the same energy. Options are are irrelevant, in my opinion. Ariella, point. I don't have any rebuttal there. <laughs> when you put it that way, I really don't. Well, I agree with her point about only you can kill a strong relationship. And that's almost like when people say, um, you know, uh, if, a, if a person got an option, they say you broke up a happy home. But then they can rebuttal and say, if the home was happy, then I won't be able to break it up. So I do kind of agree with that. Like you, Only you can kill a, a strong relationship. I look at it like ice cream. Like I love vanilla ice cream. Like I'm never gonna like like not like vanilla ice cream. So if I go to a, a, a ice cream shop and they got a thousand flavors and there's only one vanilla flavor, I don't care. All the flavors don't matter to me because I know I like vanilla. Like so, I'm gonna choose vanilla every time. Step out the box and try something different. <laughs> you might want to, right? And, and look, you might want to. And like, yeah, what, what I do don't you know. Do? I think 
I think sometimes people get enticed, right? Like mm-hmm. the simplest things, right? We drink water every day. Water is boring. Yeah, it's good for you, but it's boring. People add flavor to their water because they get bored with it. So, I mean, that's an option. Just saying. Or you want to drink lemonade, uh, you know. <laughs> and then you taste it and you don't like it as much as you like the water. Or, but again, to your ice cream scenario, sometimes mm-hmm. people might want cookies and cream. So essentially cookies and cream is vanilla with cookies in it, which could be amazing. And then that well, becomes a new favorite. That's the best flavor, by the way. But um, water, you're not committed to the water, though, I guess, uh, Ariella. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like a different uh, thing there. But I get your point, your overarching point there. Yeah. KG, not complacency. Complacency is staying in a situation because you have no other options. In this scenario, you have a lot of other options, and you're choosing not to indulge in them because you're in a strong relationship. However, if you're not in a strong relationship and you are complacent, then those options become the cookies and cream. So combining the previous topic with this one. So and let's say in their situation, if he's not being sexually satisfied, those options are always going to look better. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Quiet over there. <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah. So when it comes to the options thing, I, I received a lot of DMs about it. And <laughs> felt like a lot of women questioned what I was saying, especially when it comes to men and the options, talking about they need to be more honest, they need to stick with the woman, they got they can't they can't have lingering eyes and all that. But what I was saying about options, especially in the past, like the simplest example I could provide, I had a client who was older, but he's been married for fifty years. And he was explaining when he found his wife, that was the only woman of choice of what he found to be the prettiest to his eyes. He never left his, he never left his town. He, traveling was not as, was not a thing as it is now. And when it came to other options, his options were extremely limited. So he did what he could to be with the woman that he chose. And what I'm saying with options now, that's not the case. You could take a flight, there's social media, there's Instagram, there's DMs, there's dating apps, um, even or even when it comes to your looks or uh, the amount of money you have. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. If you are attractive, your options go from, you know, 0.1 to 100% because you happen to be more desirable to many. Or if you have money, in comparison to somebody who doesn't, uh, your options are endless because people want to be around that world. People want to feel comfortable. And when you have that, you have more and more uh, distractions, I would say. And that's where I'm coming at. Where I, that's where I'm coming towards the point of the point of just having those particular options. Some people have more options than others, and when it comes to relationships, a lot of people tend to rush towards the idea of finding or being in the perfect relationship, as opposed to building the concept of a relationship. A relationship is a form of a friendship. You should definitely get to know and build with that person, as opposed to trying to chase that quote-unquote social media perfect image oh, this we're going to do this and do that, but not necessarily focus. And when you do that, those options tend to come and consume you. Hmm. I have a question for you guys. So, like, if you're a person, do you think the person who's going to have more trouble or be more enticed with the options is someone who's not used to options? Or is this a person who's used to options? I would say someone who's not used to options because we actually see this a lot with 
let's say young ladies who may have had that ugly duckling face for an extended time mm-hmm. and they were late bloomers and all of a sudden they baddies they go they're a kid in the Old candy store so then what can we agree that it boils back to yeah, like, your personality because yeah. like if you're a person who is indecisive and someone gives you five different choices you're gonna have a hard time choosing but if you're somebody who knows what you want you have a, an abundance of choices you're gonna choose what you want yeah you know you know i, I agree because there was like a whole study at one point about like women post like uh weight loss surgery and how many were like leaving their current boyfriends <laughs> something like that because they have more options at this point and whatnot at one point. See, I definitely agree with that. Hmm. I think I might agree with both, right? Because the person who has always had lots of options, but if they're not get like, you know, they know they have these options and they're not getting what they need from a certain situation or they're not happy with whatever option they chose before, I would say it goes for them too not just late bloomers, you know, people who didn't, you know, have a lot of options previously for themselves. Hmm. Interesting. I, again, I, I'm just still going to say the late bloomer only because, because of their late blooming ability, they never got to go through their whore phase, right? So some, someone who already had those options, they get to go through that phase whenever they want. Someone who's never been exposed to that, I feel like there's going to be more of a temptation to explore that side of the fence. Hmm. They feel like they feel like that they can do better. I think. So, not, I mean, it can't be both. I agree, Arella. Hmm. But I think with those late bloomers, they feel like they can do better now because they bloomed or glowed up or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's fine. So. It's kind of like us, right? We're spoiled, like Banks said. Like we're we're able to communicate with people all the way around the world. At a drop of a second, like you open up Instagram and talk to somebody in Tokyo right now. And, you know, so that gives us a sense of abundance really in our generation because the world has become smaller. So, you know, us choosing somebody in an abundance atmosphere is a lot more relevant than someone choosing some someone based off of scarcity. If you look at it that way. Like, based off of, you know, back in the day, you're in a small town in South Carolina, and it's 10 people that you could choose from, and you choose, you know, the big fish in a little pond because of of, uh, scarcity versus you got access to every single person. Like, you go on a dating app and and put in exact, like, yo, dating apps, you could literally put plug in how tall you want them, what color you want them, what they do for a living. It's literally like pick pick somebody off the shelf type of thing, especially if you're a person who, you know, is attractive. So it's like when you compared it to like which person is going to be more enticed by the options the person who chose someone in the field of options or the person who chose someone out of scarcity right so the banks's point you should really take your time on picking that mate become their friend first you know um you know make sure it's the right person for you everything else you need to do that way when those options do come about they're less enticing because you picked who you wanted for you already mm-hmm. so. And that, all that's fair. I'm just going to be incredibly realistic. It's a lot easier easier for us to say, let's say post uh, 29-ish, right, with all this wisdom and experience. But when you're in your early 20s, and let's use a South Carolina example, because we saw this happen in the 1950s and 60s and so on. If you're from the small town, but you move to New York City, you move to Chicago, you move to Miami, you move to L.A., 
your perspective automatically changes because those options just amplify what you know you're, you're capable of. So where you where you thought your life vision could go now it's it's exponentially higher because of the options that were presented to you in an instant mm-hmm. without the internet. Mm-hmm. That glow up is real though. And but it's also access to those options, right? Mm-hmm. And people you haven't seen before, people who haven't seen you. Mm-hmm. So it's that curiosity. I mean, yeah, but to, to what Close said, though, even if you take your time and you try to pick the mate for you in a small town, you're only picking from, the, you know, from what's, what's, what's there. So that's the, you know what I mean? So, so that's the problem. Once you, once you go to the big town, it's like so much, like you said, so many different options out there that, you know, you didn't even have any entire town you lived in. So that's where it becomes kind of hard. At. Yeah, it's Baskin and Robbins, right? And then Lou says, pick your mate like a company picks a CEO. That's big facts. Maybe switching CEOs sometimes, though. Hey, if the CEO is not putting out, you're going to have to switch to the CEO. Restructuring. We're going to restructure this organization. And in this uh, context, uh, profits would be sex for a CEO. So if the CEO isn't getting the profits, you're going to have to switch it out. Restructuring, guys. All right, so now we're going to transition into the meme section of the show. And we're going to start off with this one. Has anyone ever done that out of curiosity? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That's so corny. <laughs> she ain't, she definitely ain't getting that if she doing that. That's why he broke up with her. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Oh Lord. Like I said, if I seen that and I heard that, I that means I have nothing to worry about because it seems doesn't seem like what you're getting now wasn't wasn't good enough. So she was that poor. So holla at me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, right? If she gotta do that, yeah. he definitely ain't thinking about her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. And on the other side of the spectrum, when you slide in and realize that stroke count going to be a little lower than you thought. Look at his face. <laughs> Look at the comment, though. It's say orange his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Now that has happened before. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good problem to have, though, ain't it? Nah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's 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 good and bad. You know what I mean? So, oh man, <laughs> when, when, when 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 she hear that, damn, when that like right right away. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Lewis said, "Did you share that comment?" What Lewis said, "It's a gift and a curse." What's the gift? I'm confused. The, I guess. the gift is the availability. Huh? How easy it is. That's that's the gift. No, he said neighbor sex is a gift and a curse. Like when you hear your neighbors having sex. No, I'm thinking you're saying sex with a neighbor is a gift and a curse. Oh, mm. uh, I thought you meant when you hear your neighbors having sex because that's definitely a curse. You don't want to hear that all the time, especially ugh. especially if you seen what your neighbors look like. You like ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I'm like, ugh. 
I don't want to yeah, know. No, Destiny, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Oh, and Bella exactly. Jody. They are, Destiny. <laughs> they definitely are. They definitely are. Yeah. They took time to make a meme about it. They definitely are. A sad one at that. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> at least they get more entertaining. Damn. It's crazy. <laughs> right. She's like, clap. clap. Shame with no noises, like, <laughs> verbally. <laughs> sounds like you, sounds like you just settling. Sounds like they just settling now. <laughs> and, and, and like the whole cadence was off. I was like, "What kind of rhythm is going on here?" Exactly. <laughs> That's probably the type of stuff she been hearing her neighbors do. Like, oh, let me do it. Horrible. And the next one is you got to make them hoes jealous of your girl, not your girl jealous of them hoes. Okay. That's true. However, if you're in a if you're in if you're in Deval situation. I, I mean, it's going to be hard to do. That's all I'm gonna say. Nah, nah, I don't disagree. That's just adding more stress. I think he, she, it's she still looks like she's getting the world right. Like I disagree with what you said, Josh. Just because he speaks openly about their sex life, I don't think that uh, the reverse applies there. I think the hoes still jealous of his girl. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kiana, for uh, speaking side, the gospel. Side chicks be jealous too, what? Yeah, Why you don't take me out to eat? Why I gotta hide? Side chicks be the main ones jealous. Like, oh, you with her tonight? I mean, that's, the, that's the he got the wrong. He got the wrong side chick. Nah, side chicks get <laughs> gotta, jealous too. <laughs> he gotta have the one who's down for him. It's gonna help him out. Nah, they get jealous after a certain amount of time. Hey, yo, Mike, you need to train these side chicks as the Academy Award winning uh, <laughs> boyfriend number two. Moving forward, Josh. <laughs> and the next one is females be bragging about how many dudes want to F them. Listen, how many want to wife oh you, though? I hate that. Facts. You know yeah. why though? It's because it's a soft you know, false I'm saying that. Yeah, but it's a false sense of of uh security. When you got dudes hitting you up all the time that oh you're so beautiful, you this, you that, and a lot of girls think that that means they want a wife on, but that's not why they're saying that stuff. I agree with that. That's been going on from the beginning of time, and I I've always hated that. So. And then she out here feeling herself like all these dudes want me, but then you don't never get proposed to and you never get married. <laughs> but you have all these men who quote unquote wanted you. Nah. That's when that marriage is blocked. What'd you say, Banks? That's when that Mary J. Blige catalog hits harder. Listen, <laughs> I keep <Keisha> Cole. <laughs> all of that. Eesh. Attention is oxygen for women. That is completely factual. He say Darius Victor. Interesting. Yeah, that's his channel. I got a, I got a friend right now. He'll tell you quick. It, it ain't much he won't hit. So, <laughs> so women, so women should like feel good about that situation. Yes. He said attention is non-sexual attention, not just attention because we get attention all the time. Right, but I think the only attention that you guys are worried about is the non-sexual. So I yeah. thought that was implied. No, nah, that wasn't implied. That that was definitely implied. Because <laughs> attention. But that's the only attention y'all worried about. You just said it. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm speaking for the audience who didn't. Yeah. That, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but 
is definitely uh, goes without saying with the friend zone. So <laughs> next meme is submitted by Clodiz herself. I can't trust any adult that doesn't masturbate. How the F am I going to F with you if you don't even F yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sweatpants Poppy. Thanks. I would say maybe has never masturbated, right? I don't think masturbating now, once you know what you like and what you don't like, it's fine. Interesting. Wait, what? Hold on. What'd you say, Ariel? <laughs> so the meme says I can't trust any adult that doesn't masturbate, right? I think right. I would say that has never masturbated. I can't trust because how do you know what you like if you've never explored your body? I would say I don't think. I'm looking at you crazy because you don't currently masturbate now. Like, yeah, you you figured out what you like and what you don't like. You know your body. You've done the exploring. Maybe you can masturbate. Now. He said self-rape. What kind of person? All right, Lewis, explain the self-rape thing. I'm very confused here. I I can't fill in the context for the audience on this one. Sorry. <laughs> Well, it, it could be, you know, in terms of religion, in terms of culture, right? That That's number one. Number two. Let me fix my face. Number two, sometimes it can get addicting, so that can alter one's priority in life. Self-rape. That's pretty strong. Well, that's how he described it, right? But he, we're talking about, we're still talking about masturbation here. You call it whatever you want. Mm. I'm going to set my macho on that one, y'all. Shout out to Starbucks. Really? <laughs> they don't need any shout outs, though. I love Starbucks. And the next one is. My girls need to realize that anytime they text, I need a favor to a guy, he stops respecting them and now will also watch her as something to sleep with. Let's also hustle and deal with our own responsibilities. Wow. Wait a second. I have a question. I thought they was going to want to sleep with you anyway, even if you didn't text somebody to favor. Right. So she's implying if you don't text him that, then he's not going to watch her as something to sleep with. Is that what it's saying? Is this is I need a favor. You don't even know what the favor is. I don't even get what she's saying. Me either. That's a little weird to me. I, 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 I wanted you to see if you can explain it a bit more because when she, the favor thing and then the hustle, like, what's wrong with asking for a favor? I don't understand it. Yeah. So I don't know what she was trying to put out there. I don't either. It's confusing. Unless she just listens to the City Girls a lot or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I, I, there's nothing wrong with asking for a favor. I, I, mean, the, I mean, I guess depending on what you ask for, but the best is Yeah. Friend. I mean, if they start saying like, "Well, can, can you pay my light bill?" Like that's the, um, yeah. you know, that might make me think a little bit differently. But depending on what the favor is, because it seems like from what I'm reading is like she's trying to twist the favors, like, "Oh, get your hustle on." Yeah, and, you know, yeah. ask for what you can get, all the gaps that you can't fill. You know, have a team and then go from one for one, one on one or whatever to get what you want. Yeah, I don't know if that's the, what she necessarily means, but if that's the case, then she's wild. <laughs> <laughs> she needs new idols. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see the correlation there either. That's why I wanted to know if it went for the fellows on this podcast. Like, 
if I, if you're my friend, obviously, well, personally, if I'm hitting you up and saying, hey, I need a favor, I consider you a friend, right? Somebody that I can go to that would possibly help me in this situation. Otherwise, I have no reason to text you and tell you I need a favor. You're not going to help me. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's weird. All right, guys, we're going to go into the moment of truth Q&A coined by KG, where everyone gets to ask juicy questions out of pure curiosity. So feel free to get in the live comments, ask whatever question to whoever, right, to the ladies or the fellas or people specifically. And we are issuing the uh, no cap. And I think Ariella is going to have to get off here. But thank you for joining us, Little Mermaid, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Peace. See ya. So, Chloe, you said you had a question, right? I can't ask anyone now. Ariel is gone. There's, there's <laughs> ladies in you the comments. You for the girls? Yeah. I did have a question because I just wanted, I'm curious. Like, you know, women, what is your ideal um, vision of a man, like a partner? Like, I'm curious to know what women look at. Like, oh, because, you know, guys say that we have, like, a laundry list of stuff. And I'm just curious. So, yeah, it's, di- it's different when Ariella was here because we could have had dialogue. But but Destiny's in the comments. Destiny, Destiny as the ladies are typing. And other women. Yeah. Yeah. Kiana. Cheese. Mariah. While we're waiting for them to, you know, chime in. You guys have any questions? Let's see. Any other questions? Well, Mike? I always, well, I got a boatload because, you know, Banks, Josh, and I do a show called Food for the Culture where uh, I've asked all these questions, but I would love to get a female's point of view. (laughs) So since uh, Lo is here, I can uh, bring these up. uh, Some of these uh, older questions. So, Clo, you're on, I guess, the hot spot right now. Here we go. Yeah, Let so. me just give a disclaimer first. I do not represent uh-huh. all women. I have a unique okay. perspective. <laughs> all right, I, I, I'll keep it light because it's just you by yourself. And all so, right. so, and answer the woman in the comments. So, the question, which again, these guys have already answered before: Can you date an ex or someone from your past? Hell no. Okay, and why not? Because I move forward in life. Number one. And I feel like there's an abundance of people out here that, um, you know, I haven't had a chance to experience pretty much. And why would I like if I've already dealt with somebody in the past and it didn't work out? Why would I revert backwards? I feel like life is about moving forward. So, like, I'm wasting time replaying the same story that I already know how it's going. And then when I, you know, when a relationship is done, it's done for a reason. Am I? Okay, and so no matter how they came at, because I'm now switching it up now. No matter how they came at you, or they thought like you know, nope. Uh, no, okay, nope. Gotcha. Once we done, we done. It's no. Oh, I'm sorry. Like no, nah, it's oh. You know what I mean? Like I very, I'm very um thoughtful too about it. Like I don't take relationships lightly. So if I decide it's over, you know. Why would I revert to something? Why would I second guess myself? Okay, Miguel, I'm going to add a caveat for the ladies as well because we're operating under the assumption that the man messed up. So what if the lady messed up and 
he was actually a fantastic guy. Are you still going to keep that same energy? Why I messed up, though? If the lady messed up, she messed up for a reason. She wasn't being satisfied. She felt, you know, that it wasn't, the relationship wasn't doing it for her. She she (laughs) had so many options, right? She messed up. Cool. People no, it ain't got to be none of that. She, she could have just been, uh, as Josh would say, an ultimate nag all the time or, like, just not supportive and whatnot. Wait. Maybe she just wasn't ready at the time. So he broke up with her or she broke up yes. with him? For, to Josh's example, she he broke up with her. But now he's like, you know what? I want to, you know, give him a <laughs> shot. Who do I look like to y'all? Like, if somebody breaks up with me, that's clear indication they don't want to be with me. So why am I going to be sitting around waiting for somebody to come back? That doesn't make any sense to me. But, I can't wrap my brain right, around Right, but that. in that context, they, they have no reason to come back. Huh? In that context, they have no reason to come back because the lady in this situation is the one who messed up. Yeah, but I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, if it... It's, I live a life of accountability. Accountability. So, if, <laughs> yes, if I messed up, I messed up for a reason. So, you're not going to, you're not going to be, yeah, I'm not getting that either. So, you're not going to be accountable <laughs> for your actions and be like, you know what? I messed up. Please take me back. Please. So, in this scenario, I messed up and I want him back. Yes, because you didn't, you, you, he broke up with you. You didn't, you didn't expect that. Why wouldn't I expect him to break up with me if I did something like, Really messed up. Okay, Chloe. In your yes. eyes, at the time, you, you didn't think it was. I never got up, broken up with. I don't know how this goes, guys. I'm li- no, listen, listen. In your eyes, at the time, you didn't think you messed up, but after reflecting later on, you're like, you know what? I really messed up. Do people? You didn't know yes. you messed up, so he didn't tell you, "Hey, you messed up when you did X, Y, and Z," and that's why I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> Wow, where's Tony Stark Jr. Possibly. where you need him? Yeah, I'm just confused. Like, no. I'm I'm not going right, back for If I messed up, I got to take the L and keep it moving. I messed up. Okay. All right. I'm going to just live forward. with the L. Okay. Hold that L. Um, <laughs> or, um, Lewis, think- I disagree wholeheartedly. Okay. No, All I'm right. talking to Lewis. Lewis, he don't know what he's talking oh. about. <laughs> I, for a fact. <laughs> I'm just saying respectfully you don't know what you're talking about okay go ahead close, close, close. <laughs> um, I'm speaking for myself I can't speak for all women I'm just saying it's my perspective y'all okay when it comes to your perspective with dating uh, how important are, are titles to you Um, tell me more so I mean like if you're clarifying what we are or what we are at this point whatnot or how long can you go without a title without knowing what you're going to be so what you are i think titles come naturally i do i do think that titles are um relevant and i think they come naturally like i'm not going to press nobody to put a title on it i feel like if you got to press somebody to put a title on it they don't want to put a title on it and you don't want a title so you know it comes in good time but I'm not going to be like, oh, if you don't put a title by this date, then blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, bro. Okay. <laughs> um, but you have a date. Do you, now, do you have a date in your mind for that to happen by a certain time? Or no. The thing is, right, so if the energy is right and it's there and it's natural and it's progressing, it's like a natural progression of things. So, you know, if my energy is saying... Right at this point, we should have a title. And your energy saying we not supposed to have a title, then we not on the same accord. We on different wavelengths. So even if things are going well at that point, would you end it or would you tell them like, "Yo, what are we doing?" Are we exclusive at this point? 
Like, what do you mean by title? Like a title saying like, all right, we're exclusive or a title yeah, like... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're more than just dating, I guess. You could say. I mean, I say that at some point, like the natural progression is going to be what it is. Like either you're going to progress into the friend zone or you're going to progress into a relationship, a romantic relationship, or you're going to progress into friends with benefits. Like the, the course of the relationship takes its course based on the energies. Okay, all right, gotcha. Um, <laughs> I can go all day with you, but I, I'll go. save some stuff. Okay. Max, you got any questions? No, <laughs> I'm just entertained right now. <laughs> One job, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, how about this? And I, and I asked the guys this question, Coco. You can ask from a woman's perspective. Why do women cheat? Better than men do. I don't know. Hmm. That's a good one. Okay. Oh, I know. I wanna hear from, huh? Why do I want to hear from? I want to hear from a woman why she why she says. Well, we I, I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense, but yeah, yeah. Why do women cheat better than men? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to base it off of stereotypes. Um, I would say that. Depending on the person, they can be like a Yo, person. Louis, <laughs> I'm a good politician. Facts. That's interesting. I'm Chloe and I approve this message. Listen, <laughs> I ain't going into politics tonight, y'all. But um, stereotypically speaking, some may say that women are better at cheating because they're more meticulous about it. Um. And they they have more to lose, I would say. So if you have more to lose, then of course you're going to be more careful about it. I feel like, you know, a lot of times when men step out or they're, they're involved in infidelity, they assume that if they get caught, it's just going to be like, oh, whatever, whatever, and she's going to take them back. And I feel like most of the time, um, you know, if a woman is caught cheating, the man, <laughs> you ain't supposed to answer. The man, yeah, women aren't sloppy. Okay. You never um, answered the question. You still answer. I'm answering it. I feel like women stereotypically cheat better because they have more to lose. Hmm. Okay. I've actually never heard that one before, so that's that's a good a good response. That's actually my thesis, though, because they. It's completely factual because a woman's value is so is based on her social value. So she has more to lose socially if she gets caught slipping. And not only socially, but like thinking of the male perspective and the female perspective, men, I feel like, are less forgiving if their woman cheats on them. Just based off of like that masculine feminine balance. And a lot of times women, they are more forgiving. And most of the time the side do is in just, yeah, just for the sex. Not the relationship. And a lot of times side women, they get emotional and, you know, they can uh, blow your spot up. Mike, you you were a side dude before, so, you know. (laughs) Right, exactly. As per you saying that on the show, I'm not, this is not new information. No, 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 no. I I put his biz out there. No, no, no. I'm, I'm very transparent. Not, you know, <laughs> banks, 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 banks was too. It happens. <laughs> not <Nah, I'm laughs> <good> out. <laughs> oh, banks, nice. Uh, interesting. 
Okay. So he'll do whatever it takes to stay in the background most of the time. Yeah. I all right. Well, I'm going I'm to stop there. I want to make this uh, Q&A with Chloe all night. Stuff like <laughs> that. So, any more, I can go on forever. But do we have any more questions from the audience, I guess? So, so. Ha, Q&A with no cap Chloe. Oh, gosh. Got me on the spot tonight, huh? <laughs> you, you were the only one here. So Listen, you have to take you the know, And it's what it is. Is what it is. Hmm. Um, do I have a question? Let me see. Yeah, do you have the question for fellows? For the, for the fellas. guys. For the guys. One of my girlfriends did ask a question in a group chat. And you guys aren't married though, right? Have you guys been married? My guys. Okay. So the question that they posed was when does a man start saving for a ring? Does he start saving for a ring? Is it like a spur of the moment thing? Or is it like, oh, I'm deciding I like this woman and we're going to get married. So I start saving. Like, how does that happen? Well, first of all, it's, does the man <laughs> have to save for the ring, right? So what's his, what's his bank account like? That's number one. Okay. But, but number two, um, it depends on the woman that he's with, you know? So um, some guys know early, like, I'm gonna think I'm gonna wind up, you know, marrying her, even before he, even before. So he starts saving earlier. But some guy, he has like an epiphany, like you know, you know what, she's the one for me. So he starts saving in. So it depends on the woman that he's with. I would say. Hmm. And how materialistic she is. Right, and how much he needs to save or whatever it is he needs to do. And how superficial and attention seeking she is, because that does correlate yeah. to the ring size. Does that correlate to the ring size? Always. Well, I mean, does he go by that? Does he go by society stand? (laughs) 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 You heard? And keeping the change. (laughs) And keeping the change. Right. Hold Um, up. Lewis was coming at you, Mike. I think you have to address that. I see it. Yeah. He said you're weak. Or you were weak. Maybe you elevated. When did he say that? Right there. I do the weak mind. Oh, weak mind. Um, elaborate, Lewis. How are they weak minded? I would like to hear that, actually. So, Lewis sounds like he a hater. Right, a little bit. So, I'm just curious Lew- how they weak minded. Bills is never a hater, but he, he is. It hilarious. sounds like it. It's interesting that his choice of word. Or it sounds like somebody in his life had a side do before. He's still upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't never a side do. He didn't get to experience that. Or did you? And you were weak minded too, Lewis. Mm. Uh, Accountability. (laughs) Putting rings on layaway. Mm. (laughs) They they still got layaway? I remember they used to have it at Cal. No, what's the name of that store? Renna Center? Nah, Brothers and Co. Factory used to have layaway. So, okay. Let me see. What was another question? Um... (laughs) Audience, any questions? Oh, wait, we have some. Hold on. Hold on. This one is for the fellas specifically. What are five qualities of a high-value woman? Five. Uh, let's go Banks talk. He hasn't talked in like a half hour. Nah, Banks, you ain't talking to me. I've done the whole interview with Chloe. It's on you. What you got? 
I mean, that varies. Oh, wait, um, wait. Can I switch the question before you answer it? What's five qualities yeah. of a low-value woman? Five qualities of a low-value woman. Yeah, like uh, five qualities. you like, oh, hell no. Um, Cardi B, and that's all five. But she a wow. hustler. Yeah. There we go. That's perfect. Cardi B, OnlyFans. Uh, twerking, showing too much. Wait, 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 wait. Twerking yeah. is bad. You don't want your girl to twerk for you? Uh, not on Instagram. Or for, right. or for millions of people. Public? No. No, I'm saying, like, give a list, because y'all just naming people, like, oh, Cardi B. Like, okay, give me, like, specific things. she was doing. Like, all the stuff that she does on social media. I do not want that. Okay, so girl twerking on social media. Uh-huh, what else? That's twerking on social media, putting all their problems on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, accidentally posting themselves naked on social media, uh, <laughs> an OnlyFans link in bio, um, <laughs> just speaking out of context, cursing people out. That's uh, yeah. The list could go on, but those are things I do not like. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Um, you said low value woman. Yeah, five qualities of a low value woman. Like basically, um, I'm saying this through the lens of if you if you were to speak not, to a low value woman watching this show and she can be accountable for some of her actions, what are some things that she should be looking out for? No, I got you. I would say um, no ambition, um, not um, goal oriented. I would say not being a uh, a supportive woman. I would say um, I would also say. Um, Kind of what Banks said, uh, but all, all wrapped up in one. Like, you know, being a, um, you know, a, I guess a socialite in the social media world. You know what I mean? Like doing everything just for likes or social media and stuff like that. And um, I would say not uh, not family-oriented for me. So those are my five qualities. Your turn, Josh. Um, I'm just going to name celebrities. Cardi, Megan. <laughs> Um, who else? Uh, Jada. <laughs> who else? Um, let's go. Yeah, all, all, all the above. That's a little ambiguous for those uh viewers who well, might not understand, and that's fair. And I appreciate your follow up question, but I think one of the qualities of a low value woman is not going to have to look inward. So even if you speak to her, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. Mm. So to me, that's that was a little. You know, confusing. But I understand. What, I understand your point. But they're mm-hmm. not going to be listening anyway. Hmm. So not being able to listen, uh, being overbearing, mm-hmm. uh, not knowing when to shut the fuck up. Um, so what do you listen. mean? What do you wait? I need you to elaborate on that because that can be perceived as you know different. What do you mean by that? Hmm. hmm. So not knowing when to stop and listen because. The, uh, as my old adage, if you're not going to listen, there's no point in talking to you. And people who don't know when to shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. they're not listening anyway. They're just mm-hmm. waiting for you to stop speaking so they can speak. So they're not listening. So they're not an active listener. Okay. So active listening, someone who likes active listening, anything else? But to be fair, I'm not sure if ambition would be a trait that a a low a low value woman she probably would still have ambition just the type of ambition that she has the type of ambition as banks spoke to would be only fans mm-hmm. 
So if your mm-hmm. ambition is only based on a depreciating asset, you have no long-term vision and, or self-worth from in my perspective. So does that go back to like being superficial? Uh, how about I'll, I'll summarize it in being not an ideal mother figure for young ladies. Hmm. That part. That part, that part, that part, that part. <laughs> Cardi B. Mm-hmm. What if he wants a sandwich? Like, <laughs> you make it for him, sis. Okay. But better have some bread. Make sure you it's heard? a sandwich with bread, <laughs> not without bread. It's a salad. What up, Steen? And Steen says, I think this is for the high value. So thank you, Steen. Standards able to be take care of her own self-respect and class. Wait, keep that there. I have a question. Okay. So a lot of women... And I'll say that I was a part of this group are taught that it's like women need to take care of their own. However, some men I've heard and and gentlemen chime in on this is that that's not something that men look for, that a woman is able to take care of her own because, and this is what I've heard, it gives you more of a masculine frame and it kind of offsets the balance in a relationship. Specifically, like when I hear able to take care of your own, I hear in my head women who say, I don't need a man for this. I don't need a man for that. And, but you kind of said it, it lacks the balance. So as uh, my boss, Annette said, it, submission is about trust, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't matter how independent you are. If you're going to submit to that masculine presence that you brought up, mm-hmm. that to me, that, that makes you a wonderful tag team. That's mm-hmm. wonderful teamwork. But it, again, but that also goes back to not knowing when to shut the fuck up. Because mm-hmm. then you're going to be saying all that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like women, like, you know, we look at men and men are supposedly, you know, historically the providers. Even like in, in the animal kingdom, the man or the, the male goes out and hunts and protects. Except for spiders. Or praying mantises. But, you know, it's, it's just that it's, it's that like, you know, growing up as a female especially in our culture, it's like you're taught to have your own and be self-sufficient and stuff. And I feel like a lot of times that can be taken overboard and, you know, women become less feminine in a sense and and don't know how to not submit, but don't know how to have that balance in, in the household, perhaps. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, gents? <laughs> I was <about> to say. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at right now, Banks? Are you in the state? What's going on? Yeah, man, I'm in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> do men do men need to feel needed? Yes. We, we, men, okay, for a woman, you, you got to let a man be a man. He wants to feel needed. He wants to feel like he's a leader of the other relationship of the household. Um, I do believe um, a woman um, should have a voice, you know, especially this day and age. Exactly. You know, um, but men do want to feel needed, wanted and feel like they are the leader in the entire you know situation. And I think it depends on how they're needed. But if they're going to be needed as a essentially just a sperm donor in the ATM, I don't think they want to be needed in that particular way. Correct. Question, because there are some men who thrive off of that energy. Absolutely. They do. Yeah, it's called so, superhero syndrome. 
Yeah. So it's like, um, and in that situation, they want, and just like Lewis alluded to, um, men like damsels in distress. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and you know, there was a statistic that I read, don't quote me specifically, but it's, it's basically the correlation of the more educated a, a woman is or becomes the less likely she is to become married. So like the more degrees you hold, the the less likely you are to. Well, the less likely married. she has the ability to shut the fuck up. You know? <laughs> and I'm just being I'm just being completely honest because they again they're incredibly educated and accomplished and they have a lot to right. say and it could be valuable, but again they're not learning that balance as what you spoke to. So that's part of the issue. And to, and that leads the man to not feeling like he's needed. Well, not just needed. Nah. It's just it's more intolerable environment to be around. Because yeah. as Mike said, you're not allowing a man to be a man if after everything you just keep na 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 like bruh. I mean, you're assuming that every educated woman is like a extroverted person. What if they're just educated and they are self sufficient? I mean, I viewed it, and I could be wrong, but from how I've heard it articulated, is that when a woman has all these degrees and stuff, they're they're basically building self sufficiency. So then, even though you want the male to feel like he's needed. She he ultimately knows that she's self sufficient. She doesn't need me. She can do it by herself. She has you know six figure jobs. She is educated. She's able to to provide and survive by herself. So. But she still got to figure out a way to make him feel needed, though. No matter if if it's money wise or mechanical wise, I don't know. I'm just saying, or or emotional wise, she got to w- figure out a way to make him feel needed in some type of way. Do you think that it's organic when when women? do that at that certain level or do you think that that's something that is faked and forced and it can be felt nah honestly i I feel like that i mean it's not it's not naturally organic (laughs) obviously but well i'm missing this hold on what do you say now lewis is a my woman works 40 hours a week and got the nerve to ask me to buy an eyewash tell her she got the juice now why women like to double dip make her money and spend money that's actually a wonderful (laughs) question matter of fact to the ladies in the audience and to Claude is why do ladies love spending other people's money i would love to know oh, well, what you mean i can definitely go back to some of those uh financial questions hold on let's let's bring that hey, back i up. can answer this question for you because it's like if that's your woman i look at relationship as reciprocal reciprocated energy so if i'm asking you for i watch clearly you got like you know what i mean it's 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 equal it's not like oh i'm gonna just keep asking him asking him asking him like, that just sounds like you an ATM, my friend. I don't know why she a woman then. If you got a problem with buying her a gift, that's ridiculous. Okay, now what about the follow-up question? Why do ladies like spending other people's money? And they literally say that. I, I wish I could spend like other spending people's spending other people's money. Who don't want to spend somebody else's money? Right, like, but the who realistically has the ability to do so. So the thing is, <laughs> if men had the same ability, y'all act like men wouldn't like doing it too. I think we do, uh, or we can, but I think we just don't like, we just don't feel good about it. Hold up, hold, hold up, time out, time out. Maybe this panel of men are self-sufficient, but I know of men, and ladies, you guys, and men in, in the comments can comment as well, who make a living off a of living off, of the, off a woman. Especially in the black community, Don't That's get fair. it twisted. <laughs> Don't get it twisted because y'all coming out here talking about, oh, women like to. No, I know men who just specifically date certain women because they have money. And then they go in, have a side chick and stuff. And they dating, you know, Shrek down the street because she buying him eye watches and Gucci flip flops. Like, come on now. 
People I mean, like but whose fault is that? Money. The woman's or the man's in that situation? It ain't, it's, whoever, it's whoever is being allowing somebody to use them. You know okay. when you're being used. And a lot of the times people think that people are using them because they're spending money. But a lot of the time it's equal. Yeah, you're buying me this iWatch, but I'm also dating you and allowing you to be next to me. Because men do that all the time. I go to the gym and I see it. <laughs> the husband looking all fly, the girl, the wife looking crazy. But guess what? He got on his Gucci flip flops and his Gucci shades and his Gucci belt and he's driving his Jaguar. Anyone come to mind, fellas? <laughs> I'm not indulging in that. I'm going to sit my seat on that one. No comment. Okay. No comment. Like, no. <laughs> If she ain't laying but, you or paying you, she playing. <laughs> this guy, but I need to see what Lewis look. He was on the show. I, you see who him. is Lewis? I never seen I, his he face. He was on the show, but all right. He was. Oh, he was. I, I think in most cases, it's more women though who are looking for somebody to buy stuff for them. Mike, it is. Know? This is true. And the no, guy, I think maybe probably more broadcasted more. No, it's not. What you see, but what you what you hear in music and what you see on social media, it's typically you know women saying that or boasting yes. that that you know that should happen and it needs to happen this way. Bro, y'all yeah. tell y'all acting like y'all don't see these people walking through the mall. Who in here? I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just saying what's <laughs> broadcasted. It's you know typically women who do that. Right, That's so supposed to it's it's a sixty forty split at all, but I think it's just more broad. And you're talking about the forty percent. I think it's not broadcasted for men because usually when they're doing it, they're doing it with the woman who's not on their level, and they're embarrassed to be around her. But they not embarrassed to spend her money, and they not embarrassed yeah, to bring her around her, around their friends. But let's be real, general. How many times you see a guy tell a girl, "When are you gonna take me out?" But how many times you see a girl tell a guy, "When are you gonna take me out?" How many like, dudes not work like living off of their baby mom? Like it's a lot of it's equal. I feel like y'all not looking nah. in your own communities. Look at people <laughs> that you know. Right, but okay, even in our <laughs> even in our <laughs> own communities, that? right? We're talking about the entire country and the entire world. So if we're gonna talk about our communities. Our communities are still the minority. So even in, across the country, the majority is living that way. What so I'm if you go is, right now talk, talk to your friends and say a guy took me out on a date, the girl gonna say, Where did he take you? You never gonna hear a guy tell a guy and the guy gonna say, Where did she take you? That's on, on a first date. date. It's too. never gonna happen. But he's only doing that so he could sleep with her on a date. I'm talking about in relationships. Cause he talking about buying his girl a watch. I'm not talking about dating, because a dude'll do whatever just so he can have, you know, lay with you. I'm talking about in a relationship because men will get in full-blown relationships with women who pay for their stuff. And it is high-value men because what they happens, do is... But it, it, it's not equal. I think though, that's sorry. more of a, an enabling issue because, I mean, there yeah. could be situations where, you know, it, with facts, women tend to have more than, than some men. and right. But I feel like you can also help that particular guy that you're with, you know, level up to the same, if not more, in that situation. But... You know, but that also falls into the enabling factor where women, you know, tend to get lost or have that power structure where, like, you know, they have everything and they feel like by doing this, I'm supporting my man because I can do it and I have what it takes to do it. But that's also enabling that particular guy where you're just buying all this stuff and then you look crazy. At yes. And that's why I said, whose fault is that? Hers or his? That he's living off of her? It's her fault. 
she but see it's not see i feel like y'all looking at it like it's unequal because she's spending money so what she has to offer because she's a four or a two or a one <laughs> is money and yeah. what he has to offer because he's a seven or an eight or even a six is his good yeah. looks it's equal because yeah. she would never under any other circumstances be with a dude who looks that good and he would never, under any any other circumstances, be with a girl who looks like that unless she providing something. So it's, like, kind of equal. From the outside looking in, it don't look equal. But, like, they're both providing some each other with something to be in that situation. I feel like in that context, then I feel like she's just doing exactly what you're saying. She's just paying to be with this person. Like, right. you know, those little websites where you can buy a yes. mail-and-order bride or whatever. Yes. She's just paying to be with this guy that happens to just look a little bit better than her. Yes. And the thing is, like, you guys allude to at every single show, the older a man gets, the higher his value goes up. And the older a woman gets, the lower her sexual market value goes. So it's like, if you're at 35, 38 years old, 40 years old, and you still haven't been married, and you know you got all this money, like, why aren't you, you know what I mean? Like, that's what she has to offer, so she's going to do that. He said, my money is for shelter, food, and essentials. <laughs> Growing my business. Not buying you useless blank bleep to support your insecurity. Damn, I feel sorry for your girlfriend. Fellows, shut down (laughs) the S test every time. Protect your woman from herself. Preach. Why are you with her? What you with her? and Lewis is like Drake and Meek Mill a couple years ago. Back to back. I'm Drake. Just know I'm Drake. I'm (laughs) Drizzy. I don't know who this man is. And, And you know what Meek Mill did years later? Apologize. He said, oops, sorry, my bad. Because he needed that feature. He was hurting. Okay. Right, yeah, right, you can't right. get featured tonight, Lewis. I see you out here. Yeah, Donald <laughs> Trump and his wife, she just chilling. It's the equal I do want to say, and useless, I mean, his comment is crazy because, like, he can't determine what's useless for her. Like, it might be useful for her. So that's kind of the, I would say, where he's wrong in that situation. But you know what? More power to him because it's, a, it's somebody out there who wants exactly what he's giving. And I hope, you know what I mean? It's equal. Yeah. Equally yoked. More power to you, Lewis. So the yeah. next question we have <laughs> is, what are two things men use to judge a woman's value? Also submitted by Clodis. Thank you, Clo. Mm. Two things. Two of them things. Two. Dose. Isn't that like the same question almost? Or I guess similar. I mean, I feel like the only thing for me is just how they present themselves mm-hmm. in public and on social media and all that. I think that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, that also correlates to the fact that the amount of respect that you deserve based on the, based on how you push the brand of who you are out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I guess it would be... Um... I'm big on ambition, like I said. And also I would say um, just how you, like what you give me. I mean, if you're giving me what I'm giving you at the same time. Keep that same energy. Keep the same energy. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) But Chloe, let's go back to the uh, the money stuff right there, <laughs> let's right? Let's go back to the money. <laughs> yeah. So in a household, because we asked this question too on, on uh, Food for the Culture, so I want to hear your perspective mm-hmm. about the bills mm-hmm. and how do you feel like they should be split? 
should you think it should be 50 50 or the guy pays more or how do you feel i think it depends on like who makes more in a relationship i don't think it's based on women or man it's who has more money if you know, if I, if my man making a million dollars a month and I'm making twenty thousand dollars a month, why would we split it in half? I mean, obviously. <laughs> what if it's very close, or you make about about the same amount? Of money? Then, if it's this around the same amount of money, then it's equal. Like, it's about the money. Okay, that's how I look at it. Like, that's fair. That's fair. Very very fair. Do you um? Is, okay, do you talk about income in your relationship or is there a time you should wait about as far as, far as how much each other make uh, in your uh, income was? In a relationship, like if you're exclusive Yo, with each other. Kind of he <laughs> said, does every woman have two men? Ask your wife. I mean, your girlfriend. Ask her if she has two men. She probably yeah, got another man the, buying the her house. Too low, too low is the club because this is entertaining. He probably, <laughs> he probably bought her an Apple Watch, so don't be mad. If she come home with an Apple Watch, no, she got two. By the way, context, this is uh, KG's man that I met at KG's. Uh, oh, this is the dude. Hold up. This is the guy who was on your other show? This, he was on this show. This show. The other show. He was on both. I know who this is. This the one who's talking about his wife. Um, his girl don't talk. He told her not to say nothing. I guess she learned to shut the fuck up. Mm, interesting, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, but if your girl come on with an Apple Watch, I would be suspicious that she has another man. Don't quote me. <laughs> what was the question, Mike? I got distracted. Oh, uh, I think I guess you ought to get the money about the money or whatever like that. Oh no, I said. Uh, did I say? Oh, income. How much? You, how much you each other make? I think when do you talk about it? I think that's relevant when we're planning to build. Like, if we're looking at a business proposition, we need to maybe like combine resources. Then that's relevant. Like, or if like anytime we're combining resources, I think that's a relevant conversation to have. Um. You know, once it gets to that point, like if we want to purchase an investment property or something, that's important information to know. (laughs) (laughs) Suspicious. Oh, no, don't don't come me asking me questions because your girl got a new Apple watch. Is that what's happening? Are you trying to confirm that she got another man? (laughs) Lewis. (laughs) I don't know. She shouldn't have to have another man if you're providing her everything she needs, Lewis. Mr. Provider. Any other questions? I'm a little bit of the Lewis and Close show. I know. This is crazy. We have like a debate. Women only cheat on men that care about them. Women only cheat on men that care about them. So women don't cheat on men that don't care about them. Is that what you're saying? Hmm. I mean, that's an and interesting he, perspective. Well, if he, if he don't care about her, why did the relationship? So is he is she really cheating on him? That's that's weird too. Mm. Women only cheat on men that care about them. <laughs> Steen, he sound like he getting cheated on, and his wife got a man that bought him bought her an Apple Watch, and he's trying to figure out where it came from. Damn, Lewis. I hope my context clues aren't you know correct at this point. Uh, Mike, when do y'all think is when should y'all talk about finances? What's y'all opinion on that? 
Um, <laughs> kind of like you said, when you're combining things, but I think like if you're going to move in together, you need to know like how much you make, what can you, uh, you know, what can you help me with here or there, you know, things of that nature. So I think it's that. I mean, I, I'm transparent, whatever, but I feel like when you should definitely have the conversation is when you know you're about to move in together and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. so, I need to know, like, you know, you might tell me you can afford this, that, and the third, but I might need some receipts. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what, though? A telltale sign that somebody is not what they appear to be is, like, you just watching them and how they spend money, too. Like, that also takes responsibility and being uh, by banks. And being observant with that as well. I mean, court sort of, kind of, but a person can be getting money from their friends, their parents. You don't know, you know what I mean? And they may get cut off. So you need to kind of know what they, you know, what they make themselves too. I feel like it's something. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you. I feel like a lot of people ignore the signs. Like if you know, uh, just around about like their occupation, and then you know how much money they're spending every week on dates and on this and on that, like. Why don't you respond to Lewis's comment here? <laughs> what do you say? Every woman got two men. No man can provide a woman with everything she needs. Women can't be satisfied. Yeesh. That sounds like a Prince song. <laughs> or a reggae song. You can't satisfy her. More wood for the fire. I don't believe that comment, to be honest. I think that that's rhetoric. I think most men. I don't know. So people, period, ain't satisfied. But if you know what you want. You go find what you want. Right? Don't he sound a little better? I told you it's not like his girl cheating on him and got an apple while she's trying to figure out what but she he's not. Done. He's not incorrect, though, because ladies will have multiple dudes in the friend zone filling those voids. So I think that's what he's really speaking to. Everyone got a man. Of course, your woman is a man lined up who wants to be with your woman. If you wanted to be with your woman, what makes you think other men don't want to be with your woman? It's the same. Keep that but, same energy. Right, but that's that's not what he's saying. He's talking about like girls have like multiple dudes that filling different roles. Like this dude is going to be for this purpose. This dude is for that purpose. We're all familiar with this concept. This isn't like rocket science here. I don't believe that when a woman is in a committed relationship and she's into her man. Because the thing about it is, right, when a man becomes your man, he outshine everybody else. So even though you got all the men when you're single and stuff, they don't mean anything because you chose who you wanted to be with. Like, your man, if you make somebody and you say, I'm going to commit to you and only be with you as a woman when you have an abundance of options, that means that he outshine everybody else. You chose him. So, I don't, when you're really in a relationship and you want to be with that person, you're, you don't got nobody in the shadows. You cut everybody off. Yeah, gay friends. What she was seeing, say, yeah, you know, male friends. I'm not talking about all women. It just feels like it. Who's Anthony Speed? Mm-hmm. Ah, you slick. I'm not slick. It's facts. Like, if your woman cheat, that's why they say women, it's harder for a woman to cheat on her man because. What? That's what? It's true. We, we literally just had the conversation. No, I said when they cheat, they're better, but they don't often cheat. Like women, I feel like but, but again, how, again, if they're better at it, how could you ever know? If they better at, you know, I know, you know. You know if you 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 would know. It's men probably not paying attention. Yeah, that. But like, you're not gonna want to cheat on your man if he's if he's the person that you choose. Like, dudes don't understand the abundance of options females have, especially in their prime. So for you to cut off all your dudes for one guy, 
he is the one you want. Because if he wasn't, you'd just be with everybody else. Right. I mean, speaking for women who, I mean, know, I mean, that's fair, but. I think to Lou's point, he's essentially saying that even though you have those other options of guy, you still haven't chosen to make him that guy because they're just that option. No. That, see, if he ain't thing. chosen to be that guy, he's a no. He's just he a nobody. He's not even relevant. Right, but that's that's what he's saying. There's a lot of dudes in that realm for, used for different purposes. That's all he's saying. What, the purpose that I got a flat tire and I need somebody to pump it with air? Yes. That doesn't mean you want to be one. That means your fight, your t- your air is out your tire. You need help. Right, but those are the those abundance of options. Options of what help, or like for, options for of, all of the above. Nah, the only option a woman has is the, the option she chooses. Like yeah, all those dudes are around, but shut down your social media. My social media is for my business. In my marketing, number one. So no, I'm not shutting it down. It's my means of uh, potential income. Do I give him my phone call? I wouldn't have a problem with that. Clothe pressure, pressure, pressure. Ain't no pressure. Like, So wait, you cut off all the dudes when you're in a relationship? Yes. The, the whole point about it is you naturally cut them off. You don't want to spend time with them. Like you don't, when somebody's occupying your time and somebody is, is somebody that you want to be with, you're not entertaining anybody else. The person is taking up your time. You don't want to. They're outshining everybody else. So you're not even thinking about other people. Of course, there's going to be men in the wing. Like, if your girl look good, best believe somebody, if you do her wrong, she's going to have somebody at her front step that is willing to do something for her. Don't ever get that twisted. If your girl looks good, does she want him? No. Because if she wanted him, she wouldn't be with you. Interesting. Can a man have a woman for each thing? One for washing clothes. <laughs> you could do whatever you like, Louis. It's your life. Who am I? Who am I to tell you what you can and can't do, my friend? Do what you like. <laughs> this has been very entertaining. All right, guys, we're gonna cap it there. Thank you so much for everyone right. in the comments. Appreciate you. Thank you, Big Mike and Banks yeah, and Ariella no, for coming you. on. And uh, we'll see you, everyone, again next week. See you later. Peace out. All right. See you, Chloe. Right. Bye, Mike. Peace. Sure, they got me brainless. AI, 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 AI. And I don't understand it. AI, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. People already eavesdrop if you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit it's like why not why not put it into a podcast he makes podcasts he's here outside of the city pick his brain i'ma just be here and you two were just going at it back and forth